Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. Today on the show, Coinbase stock is surging, city coins are flopping, and the Biden administration is taking aim at crypto. That's coming up today in Web3. Today is the day. Today, 2, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What is the Fed going to do? Raise rates, 25 basis points, 50 basis points, keep it flat, introduce a little quantitative easing. We're going to have to wait and see. But before we get into today's news and we talk about that a little bit more, please smash the like button, subscribe, share this. I really appreciate all the feedback that you guys are giving me. Make sure that you leave comments on the topics. I would love to read them on the show. Let's get into today's news. United States federal prosecutors have charged OneCoin's former head of legal and compliance for her role in the operation. Irina Dokinska allegedly laundered $400 million from the stolen funds from OneCoin. See, what was going on is OneCoin was an ICO back in 2017, and they allegedly stole $4 billion from investors. The crypto queen, who is infamous, there's a Netflix show about her, was, has been on the run ever since. However, a couple months ago, it has been reported and alleged that she is actually dead, chopped up, thrown in the sea by a Bulgarian drug lord. Ben Armstrong, a.k.a. BitBoy, is under a class action lawsuit. And the lawyers in this lawsuit say that BitBoy is harassing and threatening them. The lawyers claim that they're receiving endless phone calls, tweets and emails, and insulting and threatening posts on YouTube, Twitter, and other social media. They said at times that Ben has been making 21 calls to their offices in 45 minutes. Do we need some proof with this? Well, Ben has been tweeting quite a bit. And he said things like this. Like WTF lawyers chiming in and saying, I better be careful, LMAO, you have to be kidding. There's only one person who better be careful, and that's Adam Moskowitz. I've already told him privately, you do not get to make up lies. Ben Armstrong, he made a statement to Cointelegraph, and he said he hasn't made a single call to the lawyers. But he also admitted that he made tweets to him several times. He also added that he's going to take the lawyer's license away from him, adding that it's his personal mission and goal to get that done. 
In an email that was published by Adam Moskowitz, the lawyer in this lawsuit, this email is profanity laden with <laughs> a lot of aggressive words toward the lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. I do not know if this is harassment or not, but it seems threatening in my opinion. What do you think? Leave a comment below. Australia is learning from America's bank folly, and the APRA is asking banks to report their exposure to startups and crypto-related businesses, and in some cases on a daily basis. They're trying to improve their reporting around crypto assets. Basically, they don't want banks to be exposed or overexposed to these risky startups and risky assets so that we have a Silicon Valley Bank issue in Australia. Speaking of banking, it's been reported that some crypto banks are being denied access to their accounts and denied access to banks here in the United States. The Blockchain Association, a nonprofit organization focused on shaping pro-crypto policy in the United States, has received multiple reports from crypto companies claiming that they are being debanked by traditional finance institutions. There have been some very interesting companies reaching out, said Kristen Smith, the CEO of Blockchain Association. It's very clear that banks are denying crypto companies access to bank accounts. I do want to point out there that she said very interesting companies, and I don't know what that means. Is it interesting because they are interesting companies because they're kind of like wacky or maybe not legit, like doggy dog coin? company <laughs> or is it interesting because it's very legitimate companies that are being denied that's what i want clarity about one thing that's unclear is are these banks acting on their own accord saying that we just don't want to deal with these risky companies so we're not going to bank them they don't want to go the way of signature bank or svb it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Or are they getting direction from the government or regulators? Well, I think it's a good time to mention the president's administration and the new economic report that came out that is very scathing and very critical of the digital asset industry. President Biden's economic report blasts crypto for ignorance of basic economic principles. There are many, many mentions of crypto and digital assets, actually almost every kind in this report. So I'm gonna go through this really quick with you. A council of economic advisors asserts that blockchain technology has fueled the rise of financially innovative digital assets that have proven to be highly volatile and subject to fraud. Although they say in this report, advocates often claim that digital assets, particularly crypto assets, are a revolutionary innovation. The design of these assets frequently reflect the ignorance of basic economic principles that have been learned in economics and finance over centuries. This inadequate design is often detrimental to consumers and investors. They continue to say, in addition to the decentralized custody and control of money, it has been argued that crypto assets may provide other benefits, such as improving payment systems, increasing financial inclusion, and creating mechanisms for the distribution of intellectual property and financial value that bypass intermediaries. So far, they say crypto assets have brought none of these. Instead, they say, 
Their innovation has been mostly about creating artificial scarcity in order to support crypto asset prices. Now, I want to remind you that this is in the White House's economic report, 500 plus pages scathing crypto and digital assets. But it's just not about digital assets and the whole structure of these kind of ideas. They actually specifically talk about certain developments, certain products. For example, proof of work mining has few, if any, attendant benefits. DeFi creates serious risk to investors and the broader financial system. And stablecoins are too risky to serve a broad payments purpose. Is this a shift from the administration, from being agnostic to this whole industry and the development of this innovation to a actively aggressive stance on this industry? What do you think? Moving forward from that, crypto exchange OKCoins suspends trading of Miami and New York City coin, saying that there's limited liquidity on our platform. Basically, these coins have not been performing well. As you know, Mayor Suarez of Miami and Mayor Adams of New York, they both are very big blockchain advocates. And so they have made city coins to try to pr promote, you know, uh, this whole city, digital, decentralized economy and getting rewards and benefits into the hands of the people. Uh, th it's not working out well. There's no liquidity. So OKCoin is being preemptive with this to make sure that there isn't any problems in the future. If liquidity does return, they will add it back on. Sony surprised the industry by submitting an NFT patent back in September of 2021. This patent outlines Sony's intentions to create a standardized digital infrastructure that would allow gamers to own and transfer digital NFT assets across various video game platforms. So basically, they want to make it interoperable. They're making a standard like a uh, ERC721 or ERC20. They are trying to make it so Xbox, PlayStation, and other gaming consoles can switch back and forth weapons, avatars, artwork, game skins, or even video game skills. And now there's only one thing left to do, and that's check out those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money and the time is 9.07 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $28,241, up about 0.3% in 24, but it's still hanging out over 28,000. Ethereum's right below 1800. It's at $1,797, down almost a percent in 24. Tether's number three, Binance, is number four at 326, down 3.3%. And USDC's number five, rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Doge, Matic, and Solana. The total market cap is sitting at $1.17 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 46.2 and an F dominance of 18.6. And what's on our radar today is Coinbase. Coinbase is sitting right under $84. It surged around 12% yesterday. And that's on the news that Coinbase is going to move into Brazil and open up to the Brazilian market. Of course, that number is pre-market. And we're sitting at around $83.80 before the market's open. However... I can't see this not going up even further. The Brazil market is huge. Congratulations, Coinbase. And that's our show today. Thank you very much for watching. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.